iHeartRadio's getting you in the mood. Yeah, that mood. Binge Sex.Life, Season 2 now. Join sexologist Morgan Penn and Hayley Sproul for a 10-episode journey into the most intimate sides of New Zealand. Morgan's putting her body on the line to find out what's going on inside and outside of the bedroom in Aotearoa. Season 2 of Sex.Life is out now. All thanks to our friends at Wild Secrets. Use the promo code Sex.Life for a 20% discount at wildsecrets.co.nz. Jesus. Mm hmm. Okay. Let's stop. The ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi. Manaya and Lane in for your Wednesday morning, it is. And uh, we're recording this a little later than usual, and just as well we are, too, because some massive breaking news, Lane, out of the cricket camp. Yeah, lovely. Trent is back playing one-day cricket for New Zealand. He's been named in the squad for the series against England in September. Great to see lovely Trenty back. Great to see the little squabble over. Obviously, the one kind of uh, common thread in there was obviously David White. Because he's left and all of a sudden ah, Trenty's back in. Yeah. I was I, just going to ask you what you put put this down to. Yeah, well, they put him on a casual contract. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's on a casual. So he's back. And other good news, Manai Stewart, mm. is Kane Williamson will join the mid-tour to train <laughs> uh, uh, as part of his rehab yeah. for the World Cup. I mean, you'd be silly not to just name Kane Williamson in your World Cup squad, eh? Because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. It's a good squad, actually, that's headed over to England. So, yeah. uh, obviously, it's uh, in lead-up to the World Cup. Um, you've got Tommy Latham is going to captain, because mm-hmm. obviously uh, State of the Ship is, is out. Uh, Finallan. So Chinius uh, Slog is in there. Lovely Trenty. Uh, Devin Threeway, uh, the Fuckamana Express. Yep. Uh, Lockie Ferguson, uh, Matt Henry, uh, return of Kyle Jamieson. I was just going to ask. Yeah, so Gulliver's back in there. Adam Milne, so plenty of pace. Like yeah. Adam Milne, uh, Ferguson, Jamieson, Henry, uh, son of a Mitch, Daryl Mitchell, Harry Nips, Harry Nichols, uh, Captain Phillips, Glenn Phillips in there, uh, Ration, Raven, uh, Ravishin Rick, Ravindra. Yep. Uh, Mitchell Satner, Sexy Camel, and Will Young. And all of a sudden, in a World Cup year, the Black Caps start looking good again, don't yeah. they? Well, that's a good squad. Yeah. That, that is a good squad uh, to, to face up against England uh, before the um, ICC World Cup that starts in October. Yeah. But it's in India. Right. Um, you oh, know, man, that's just <sighs> half of the course these days, isn't it? They just oh, stack yeah. the deck against us and, and for India in any way that they can. Yeah, and you know they'll, you know, they'll be turning pitches. We've got pace, but yeah. we've got pitches that turn. But saying that... Like, I would say that, you know, who's played in the IPL in there? I think Southie, Satner, uh, Phillips has played in the IPL, Mitchell's played in the IPL, Milne's played in the IPL, Jameson has, so has Lockie Ferguson, so has Devin Conway, Devin Conway, so has Trent Bolt, and so has Steady the Ship. Yeah. So, you know, I'm starting to believe. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I 100% agree. And I also kind of think that um, we in, like, I don't know how long it's going to be, maybe five years. We'll look back on this Trent Bolt situation and that will be the way that every contract is structured. There'll be some sort of retainer situation with New Zealand cricket and then they'll be like, but you can also go play your mercenary games, yeah. you know, and, and this will be the first and last of these contract squabbles, I reckon, don't you think? Yeah, I think we'll end up a bit like West Indies, unfortunately, where right. the players just kind of had to dictate where they go when. But like, there must be a way to, to like, a, a middle ground where we can clear out, go make your money over there because we can't compete with that, but yeah. we still need you to play for the national team. Yeah. And there's enough pride in the in the black cap still. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what they're worried about, isn't it? They're yeah. worried about opening the floodgates and then all of a sudden their domestic game sucks. But the difference They're all with, playing overseas. Yeah, but with the Windies, that, you know, that's not a, that's not even a country. So there's not a whole oh, yeah, lot... Yeah, true. There's not a whole lot of loyalty if you're like, oh, come back and play for the Windies. Like, I, I'm from Trinidad, I don't know. This is true. Yeah, you're right. West Indies is a, is a strange uh, kind of menage of yeah. countries, isn't it? Um, but Mark Chapman and Jimmy Nation will miss the series as they await the births of their first children. Oh. I didn't know Jimmy Nation was with child. No, I didn't, I didn't know he was. Or Mark Chapman. No, and I, I don't know. I just I feel like Jimmy Nation will be focusing heavily on the World Cup. Is Mark Chapman a shoo-in to be at the World Cup? Don't know, but I mean, I could say Ish Sodi, he's returning home after the T20 series uh, in the UAE. Right. Uh, uh, and against England to spend more time with his family ahead of a busy cricket season. Bracewell remains unavailable for section due to his recovering from his ruptured Achilles. Do oh. <laughs> yeah. you know what? <laughs> I am just waiting for my Achilles to pop. Yeah, same. Because I feel like I'm at that age. I'm 45. <laughs> uh, I'm still pretending like I can, you know, that I've got a bit of explosive speed um, when it comes to running between wickets. <laughs> or occasionally, you know, well, um, when we go for runs at lunchtime, I'll, yeah. I'll throw in a hot step around oh, a pedestrian. Um, and I'm just – and every now and then I can feel it tighten up. And I feel like it, I'm just waiting – for it to snap. It's the most terrifying um, injury to me. And I've got loads of friends who have done it as well. I've probably, I could probably three, four, you got uh, Tyler, Cam. I can, <laughs> four people I know, I just, I know who quite closely have all torn their um, Achilles. Achilles. Do, doing what? Playing sport? Squash. Yep. Tennis. Yep. Wicket keeping and cricket. Oh. Walking. Yeah. <laughs> the, they say that when it goes, it just goes. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Totally. And that's what terrifies me. Yeah. And the fact that I feel, this is what I feel like. I feel like uh, it's Breaking Bad, and I feel like there's a sniper's target on me, like the red mm. dots on me, and I'm I'm just waiting for it to eventually just pull the trigger on the back of my Achilles. Yeah, I can feel it. I can feel it coming. <laughs> I live in constant fear of doing I'd rather break both my legs than do one Achilles. I don't know why. I've seen the recovery period. It It is – it's so sad. Like, I mean, it's yeah. great. It, I, my friend Tyler, great friend. Uh, I mean – I take great satisfaction when we travel together. I put him in a wheelchair in the uh, in the airports, yeah. and we get to <laughs> yeah. wheel it right up to the terminal. Yeah, it's quite good. And he just comes um, off and walks on. And he's like, he demands the cappy park. He demands the cappy. Yeah. Uh, he's got no cappy credentials. Oh, but he aside from the moon boot. Apart from the moon boot and the fact that he it takes about an hour for him to walk. Does he have the scooter? Meters. Does he have the humiliating scooter? He has got more than the humiliating scooter. He's got the humiliating scooter with a basket on the front. Oh, and and on the bell. basket on the basket on the front, he's got these attachments where he can put his crutches as well oh, on the side. Oh, right. So he's got the full humiliator. It's it's wild to see like when an athlete does this within a year they're back to playing professional sport again. But when just an, a civilian does it, it's like the rest of your life, really. Uh, it sucks. And he can't drive. Yeah, like, yeah. Um he can I mean he can he can still drink craft beers heavily which yeah, is great for course. me because that's pretty much what our friendships are found out, founded on um, it's not and, as explosive athleticism <laughs> no no we don't we don't run marathons together uh but yeah there we go so um uh yeah cricket um bring it on yeah bring it give them a test we had a couple of things uh, on here, but I think we skipped them and we just get straight to the half-baked sports idea because uh, we've gone about six minutes on the uh, on the black cap. So oh, here we go. Can I'll we wait. can we talk about like, Isaiah Walker the way yeah. stone getting Let, stoned? Let's do it. I've got some audio as well. This was from um, his preseason. Yeah, that was sent through by someone. Um, yeah, so he's he's been given a month-long ban. He served it 
in between uh, Super Rugby and the NPC. Very beautiful, con- beautiful very, time to serve it. Very convenient. Um, so it was for testing positive for the use of cannabis. Uh, drug-free Sport New Zealand chief executive uh, said, we don't believe that cannabis is performance enhancing. This oh, is the no. drug-free sport, guys. Thanks, mate. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. could, I could have told you that. Yeah, and he goes, we've advocated to remove cannabis from the prohibited list for over 15 years and we'll continue to do so. Who are you protesting against? You are the drug-free sport New Zealand guy. Yeah, but it's I suppose it's legislated and he can't, he has to act on it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so he said, so while it's prohibited, then... Um, the best the, approach. Yeah, is to, to avoid a positive test is to avoid using it. But that's like, you know, when we there's that every Winter Games or X Games, you remember Winter X Games? Yeah. They would all, all the athletes tested positive for cannabis and we were like, look, so? if those mofos can do like this, a screaming semen triple backflip <laughs> and land it whilst baked, they deserve more than the gold medal. 100%. Like, it's, I mean, I... Like it has a it has a, a lot a lot of people need it to kind of you know bring their anxiety down or just level them or whatever. Mm. For me, it just turns me into a total mong. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I just go couch lock. Yeah, totally. And if you can play high performance sport, yeah, while on this, then good on you. Yeah, I mean, one of the more high profile. Uh, drug sort of run-ins that we've had in New Zealand sport is when Mark Hunt had to fight Brock Lesnar. Uh, oh. And his issue was, Mark Hunt's issue was, I don't mind fighting anyone in the world on short notice, but it has to be a level playing field. They can't be on something that gives them an advantage over me. If And he wasn't referring to the fact that Brock Lesnar was showing up stoned. It was because oh, no. he was juiced to the gills, built like a fucking Hereford bull, and then coming in there and bouncing Mark Hunt's head off the canvas. This is like, I don't know. Also, these guys get themselves into a car crash. Go and watch a game in the flesh, and yeah. and then and then tell me that guy shouldn't be allowed to wake and bake on a Sunday morning if he wants to. Also, I love how the story—it's not really a story either. It's, no. it's not a headline. It's just a, oh, by the way, Isaiah Walker—he's—he's out from he smoked a bit of weed. And then the drug-free guys going, "Yeah, we're trying to get it off, but we can't quite get it off the list." But you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. Why it's not? Just, Where's the pushback? Like, no, who's no being like, "No, no, 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 they can't be doing that." No, no one cares. Look, if he—I mean, look—he's probably in most danger. Of turning out late to practice, <laughs> forgetting <laughs> forgetting his boots, yeah, <laughs> uh, forgetting his mouth guard. That's about as dangerous as it gets. Yeah. On that, I'm surprised it's still on there. I mean, when you can go into a country like America and yeah, half of Europe now buy it at a shop and buy it at a shop and in Asia, yet it's under a performance enhancing list. It yeah. seems. A little bit. Well, I did read further into the article and they were saying that the issue is that they have a duty of care to their um, athletes and this is part of their responsibilities to look after them because he's using it as a recreational substance. Well, look, if it's if a duty of care, they should be banning alcohol, um, cigarettes, cigarettes, vapes, vaping, yeah. Uh, McDonald's, um, KFC. Uh, premarital sex. Yeah, absolutely. Wanking. <laughs> like, I mean... <laughs> There's yeah. a whole lot of things they can get into as well if they want to protect an athlete's welfare. Yeah, anyway. 100%. But uh, look, so he's back. Uh, he served thank, God, one, thank God he's back. Served his one month suspension between the end of Super Rugby and the start <laughs> of NPC. So that's how seriously they're taking that. All right, let's get into a half-baked sports idea. Half-baked sports idea. We're talking this week about how disappointing the um, team naming was for the All Blacks. Well, it's, I mean, it's it's always is a little bit. It's a bit missionary, isn't it? It's very missionary. So uh, we've had a bit of a brainstorm this morning as to how we can make this a little bit more exciting. And uh, this is what I've come up with. Uh, an All Blacks team draft. 
Okay. So we're going to do this uh, American style. Yeah. Where, and I know this is weird because a draft usually works where different teams are picking. Yeah. But how this is going to work is each of the All Black selectors are going to have a pick each. Yeah. And they're right. going to go pick for pick and do the entire team. They're not going to do it in order. And are they, look, I don't, I, look, the order thing I, I agree with because they did it in alphabetical. Yeah. Um, you can't do it in positions because then you're going to blow over. So random is good. Yes, I quite be, like random. Because. Uh, like you say, they did it in alphabetical order by last name. So when yeah. they went to Groot and then they went Whanganuka, you're like, okay, so no in or then. Yeah. And it takes a bit of the suspense out. Yeah. You want right down to the last pick to yeah. not know who's going to be in this team. Correct. Okay, so, but, okay, with this draft, yeah. you've, okay, so you've got the three coaches. You've got um, Schmidt. You've got Schmitty. Ryan. Ryan Foster. and Fozzie. So they're up at the table. Have they colluded on their picks? Or are they, I mean, or is there some, or some of them got a wild card in there? I just know that. These guys have very strong egos. They won't check with each other. You know, I don't think there'll be too much oh. collusion. Okay. Jason Ryan was obviously going to be very forward dominated. Yeah. So you, you like if Fozzie came in and just picked, picked his first pick was some wild card. Yeah. Chiefs minor player. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that Jason Ryan. Did, and this is this is the interesting part to me because what happens if they've already picked three hookers and the one that Jason Ryan wanted in the middle of his scrum wasn't picked? Yeah. Okay. Is he now going to have to pick a fourth one out of spite? You're messing with New, like the fabric of New Zealand, though. If you're messing with the selection of the All Blacks yep. uh, and turning it into a bit of a lottery, yeah. I, I, I like the idea of turning it into a draft environment. Yes. I'm not sure we're going to be, get oh. away with the, the lottery side. Well, it gets much worse okay. because um, <laughs> I want each of the eligible players sitting in the room. So the entire Super Rugby like roster? More or less, minus the international players and probably a few of the guys that know that they're not going to make it in. Maybe they shoulder tap, say, 50-odd players. You want to see hearts You want to see hearts break. Want to see you? Hearts break. You, want to see, Careers end. you want to see that shot of a player when he's trying to deal with the fact that he's not going to go to the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. And what that, that looks that's like. That's what I want. I want the country to see that. You're a sicko. <laughs> I want the world to see that. You're a sicko. And so they name these guys and they come up and, you know, they, they get named with the third pick in the 2023 World Cup draft. Ian Foster selects Lester Whanganuku, Canterbury. And then he stands up, hugs his family, goes up there, gets his cap, goes and sits on the stage. And then you've got to watch all these other guys getting their hearts broken. But in the meantime, while he's walking up on stage, WWE entrance, they each get to nominate a song. Oh, yeah. And so then he comes out, be, 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 like John Cena. Yeah, see, look, I don't mind that. And you know what? I quite, I quite like when I watch the NBA draft, and there's probably loads of people here who go, you know, why would you watch that? I've never watched it. No. And I watched it for the first time this year purely just for comedy reasons because – uh, the costumes that they wear. Yeah. I mean, that for them, it's cool and fashion, fashionable. Yeah, yeah. I'm a 45-year-old man. These are 19, 20-year-old American kids Americans, who, who are yeah. tens of millions of dollars richer now because they got picked in the draft. Yeah. And they are wearing the most ridiculous oh, no. garb yeah. uh, and accessories that it's hilarious. And I think that we should do this. Yeah. So Lester Whanganuku yeah. should be able to wear whatever the fuck he wants I've, on stage. Yeah. Not as missionary... All black polo. No, or the the denim shirts they've got them nah. at the moment when they travel. <clears throat> no, he gets to wear whatever. So he yeah. can, you know, he can wear something traditional or he can just go full fly yeah. uh, with the big shoulder pad uh, kind 100%. of double-breasted jacket. <laughs> Adi Savir, Rico Yuani. Oh, let your nuts hang. Oh, totally. I'd love to see, I'd love to see those two get up there because yeah. like, they would wear something outrageous and it'd just be like – Bit of showbiz. Yeah, bit of showmanship, build a bit of suspense, give us something to watch, yeah. you know, uh, and a bit of bit of jeopardy towards the back end of the draft. I like, I, th there's elements of your half-baked sports idea that are worthy, and mm. there are some elements that I just don't think will, like the, the whole, the lottery draft thing, mm. I think 
It still has to be named. I think the randomness needs to be named. I think yep. a little less formality around the AB's missionary style. Uh, but they, it always has to be a little bit, oh, this sounds bad, but a little bit worthy. You know, they went down to Napier, Hawke's Bay, Pardafferty yeah, yeah. region. They rebuilt a couple of chook houses. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I don't know if I chooks were the high priority uh, yeah, there. Yeah, I know. But I don't know. You know, I feel like for a World Cup, it, I mean, I know they're, they're going back to their roots and they've got this whole, you know, the country is the on our bench, yeah, you know, yeah. all that stuff. It's quite worthy and it's, you know, good on you. It's probably touching a few people. But, you know, where's the razzle-dazzle? Where's the yeah. – you're competing with – YouTube shorts and TikTok videos yeah. of NBA players and of NFL players uh, and football players. I can't get my kids to go anywhere near rugby. They no. are all over American sports because that's the short glamour. It's like yeah, yeah. There's, something, there's something to aspire to. They're watching these football players and these fucking ridiculous salaries, obviously, with a ridiculous lifestyles, yeah. but that's what they see. But this would attract more, you know, everybody would be talking about this, the Aussies would be talking about this, jeez, have you seen this? This guy missed <laughs> out, he's crying, his wife's there, she's distraught as well, probably going to leave him because he's not an all-black anymore. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then we're talking about, like, leading their stories, like, telling their stories. It, you know, they name uh, whoever um, with the third pick in the draft. Then that guy gets up, and as they're walking up to the screen, you've got someone commentating over the top of yeah, it. Well, yeah. this is the first time he's been to a World Cup. He yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Hasn't seen his father since he was three. Like, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And maybe interview them beforehand, and like, even if they don't make the team, yeah. just get something out of it. Yeah. Oh, look, I mean, when <clears throat> who are we? We're just a couple of losers in a studio um, talking sport every day. So, Well, this is why I want this selfishly, because this would give us uh, ammo to talk about. I mean, everyone around the world would be talking about this every day. This yeah. team's had a draft just for them for themselves. Look, it is the. I mean, this we're talking the world's most successful sports team, winning wise. Winningest, the, yeah. The win, the most winningest team in the world mm. is are the, are the All Blacks. The big, highest winning percentage. That's why the brand is worth so much. Yeah. That's why Silver Lake came in here swinging their checkbook and Dick around slapping it in our face. And, yeah. And now we got some flash new NFTs for it. <laughs> That's yeah. by the by. Oh my god! Yeah. Anyway. Um. So all right, half baked. Probably one of the uh, more par baked ideas I've ever had. Par baked. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's half. It's it's almost cooked. I did only whip that one up this morning. All right, that'll do us for today. We'll be back with uh, Matt Heath in for the feature length agenda, which won't be much longer than this one because uh, this one has gone overtime. But no! we'll, we will see you then. Uh, proudly brought to you by Musashi. Don't forget you can text Shred to three two three six if you want to get yourself shredded. Oh, and by the way, just before we go. RTS was supposed to come out last weekend. Held up with legal. What's why? Why would legal? What did you do to uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek that has required so much legal analysis? Look, obviously, I can't say into a hot mic. So, but just rest assured, we're going back and forth. Some very positive signs. And what? I, I don't want to count my chickens, but I feel like we should be able to put that one out um, this, this weekend. weekend. <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> so, knock on wood. We'll, let you, we'll keep you posted. We'll give you an update on Friday. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. The ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi.